0: You're listening to the Exponential Podcast, home of inspiring lessons for life, school, and business. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining in today. In today's podcast, Marcus and I we are going to talk about entrepreneurship, business, and mindset. Please sit back and enjoy.
0: As I've been writing more and more, I'm starting to realize there's actually an interesting like mental framework. So we could actually talk about the best kind of mental framework somebody can have in this age of information is actually an action oriented plan. Because in the past, one of the biggest frameworks people had was like, knowledge is power. People used to believe that to the core. You know, Sir Richard Francis Bacon in 1597 wrote that long book in Latin, and one of the quotes was, knowledge is power. So back in the day, when knowledge was so scarce, it was actually almost more important than action because life on a daily basis was all action. Back in those days with life itself, survival required immediate action all the time, it almost was like an obvious thing. You know what I mean? It's kind of just like saying, telling somebody, well, before you decide to run a race, don't forget to breathe. Action was like breathing back then. So action was already a part of your mental frame. And now that, we live in an environment where action is actually becoming less abundant because knowledge is actually overtaken it. There's more information now than there are people who are willing and able to take immediate action on it.
1: I agree. You can go online and ask any questions and you can receive an answer in a quick second. Reading is good at the same time. What kind of action that you can take? Even just one single action can move the needle.
0: I like that phrase of yours. Action lose the needle. It's funny. That's actually how I when I was doing my projects at WCU, I always just asked myself that question, like, how can I the needle on this? Because like, for example, there's a do you remember EpiPen? EpiPen, yep. Um, so for people people have well, allergic reactions to like peanuts or bees, they often have to carry this thing. And My coworker and also you also classmates, David Kurz, he started a project. It was basically a software solution for epinephrine pens. And that's the thing that always used to come up in our meeting. Like, okay, we can do all of this research and stuff, but we have to ask ourselves, what will move the needle?
1: This morning I learned something really cool is that when I wake up in the morning, I can spend 20 minutes exercise. 20 minutes reading, 20 minutes writing, 20 minutes speaking, and then 20 minutes publishing. And at work, I'm just interacting with written materials, speaking, writings, and every other stuff. And then in the evening, I write, maybe I'll publish for 20 minutes, but I'm just going to make it as a routine.
0: And it's funny that you mentioned that, this might actually be something for success, rich people, successful, successful. business people. Why are so many of them still doing business? Why are so many of them still making deals after they've already crossed the line of like, I need to work to live? It's because of what you just described. It becomes routine. It becomes a part of their life. The same way like Warren Buffett. He is an investor. I bet you there's many things that he does in investing that are as routine for him as somebody who... Like a professional weightlifter, this weightlifter might not even give any thought to the idea of waking up, stretching, getting some protein and doing some exercise that might just be as natural to them as like tying your shoelace or brushing your hair. And I realized that that is actually the mark of real success because when you, when it becomes a part of you, then it really doesn't matter what happens. That's why I think, for example, a natural disaster happens and their store gets hits by hurricane, because they are internally in the habit of building and creating a business getting cash flow, they'll recreate it. Here's a question for you. What do you think would be the most powerful routine that you could build to become the best entrepreneur?
1: I think it comes down to the basic human being traits, that what makes human human, writing, reading, speaking, listening, those are the great routine that you must train yourself. Because eventually what happened is that we are really good at making machines and tools and software and platform that can do the things for us. Why do we do that? Because it allows us to come back to who we are as a human being in having conversation, coming up with ideas and come up with the action plan and execute. Them. And then we find a machine that can do it for us. And then we move on to the next things. And we move on to the next things. But it all comes down to like, human connection. So when you can talk well, you can listen well, you can write well, then your ideas will be able to spread out to a community who are interested in what you're doing. And then if you're a good leader, they will come to you and sit down and create something with you and build something out of it so that I think that's what makes it entrepreneurs, the best entrepreneur is that they execute really well the basic activity that makes human reading, writing, speaking, listening for me.
0: Executing and developing those basic abilities and allows them to be the best. You know, I just started to see all the different ways that that is true. Alex and Monsie said something simple when he talked about the ladder of success. No entrepreneur can effectively build the ladder to their dream or to their goal without starting what you just said, having those fundamental, those human traits, those human skills that basically become the rungs, the different handles as you climb the ladder. And actually, funnily enough, it's a counterintuitive idea, but many people overlook the basics in the environment where so many tools are available. Even if that whole foundation of that goal will crumble in of itself because the weight of achieving anything is only supported by our stronger foundations. That reminds me of what my neighbor used to tell me. So when I lived in Portland, my next door neighbor was a forestry professor. And he used to study ecosystems and specifically the life cycle of trees. And he once talked to me about how you can tell how long a tree will live, how tall the tree will be. One simple answer. How deep are its roots? And in nature, that is its foundation. That's the same thing with trees in the forest. But the strongest trees, the ones that grow the really tallest, for example, the California redwoods. These trees grow up to heights of more than 30 feet, 40 feet. But you discover that their roots are the secret to their strength and their heights. And their longevity and kind of to bring it full circle, the strength, of the ability of an entrepreneur to succeed is entirely dependent on how strong their foundation skills are. But well, now that I think about it too, you know, Ray Dahlia?
1: Yeah.
0: And even people like James Peterson and Alex Mosley, most of these people, when they write books, they never start with the complex strategies. They never tell you about. Multinational cross demographic diversified investing. They don't talk to you about 365 mm-hmm. degree sales funnel, client cycles, and all that stuff. They start off with the basics, the principles. And I always used to wonder because I, I know a guy who tells me this. He says, I always read books from the end. <laughs> I thought that's kind of the mindset that I feel is common. You know, like people just want to know the thing. But the funny thing is, the thing, the end of the story doesn't really matter unless you have the foundation, unless you learn about, unless you read all the chapters before. And now I get it. Now I see why so many of those great business people write books about principles, about fundamentals, about the basics. Thank you for joining us. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a comment with a timestamp of your favorite part of the podcast. See you next time.